how y'all doing? This is, uh, Afghanistan is all the media cares about. Finally. <laughs> Fuck, man. They, they haven't talked about Afghanistan in, like, years, you know? We stopped seeing, you know, uh, flag-draped coffins just, uh, like, a mere couple months into the war, you know? We weren't allowed to hear about any of the bad stuff. And now the media is just, just losing their shit that we actually are going to fucking uh, do what the last three fucking presidents have promised to do. Hmm. This country has been at war with the poorest country on earth for 20 years, and it's totally a mystery to my 19-year-old. The media stopped showing flag-draped coffins at the request of the Bush administration. I guess the media decided after seeing two Reuters reporters be butchered, they might have chose to ignore the war a bit. The video came to us via a Manning dump, so they saw raw reality for reporting from a war zone. This was actually on purpose to push reporters out of the action. The excuse was they were in a war zone and the camera looked like a weapon. Collateral murder is the name of the video. And on my website, it will take you to the 30-minute long version. You have to go to the Wayback Machine, uh, but the link should take you there. Uh, kind of interesting that you have to use the Wayback Machine. Apparently, somebody wants it scrubbed from the internet. It's pretty awful. This is a link to the Wayback Machine. It's the full clip that can show you the whole context. They mistake a camera for an RPG. Perhaps some of the men were carrying AKs, but that's not unusual for security for press. The sickest part of the video, to myself, is the interaction between the pilot and his commanding officer. He insists, keep shooting, keep shooting. The guy calling the shots has no problem murdering anyone, and when the pilot pauses due to what appears to be a successful shoot, killing isn't always the preferred way to take someone out of the fight. It's to wound them and create a casualty. They can be a casualty and taken out of the fight by wounding them. This is better, because then it takes other people to come collect the wounded and more people out of the fight. So, a, a, a wounding... A casualty is actually better than killing one in terms of war. Unless you're a bloodthirsty fucking Luciferian uh, scumbag. They can be a casualty and taken out of the fight by wounding them. The faceless voice on the wire is bloodthirsty and he's not the one pulling the trigger. He doesn't have to relive this every day or feel the slightest bit of guilt. I would be surprised if this work didn't affect the pilots deeply. This tech puts the action right up close. It's nothing like dropping high explosives over Germany at 5,000 feet. This gives the pilots a recorded and well-defined video of what they did. The bombers from the night raids were affected just by the scene they saw from 5,000 foot. Killing civilians is always disgusting and the biggest cause of PTSD. I'm talking about the World War II bombers. Yeah, the U.S. did all of its uh, raids in the daytime, I believe. Uh, the RAF used night cover. Um, either way, uh, the pilots talk about being just uh, speechless at the sight of seeing Dresden just 
up in flames. Anyways. Killing to save your own life is right and morally just. If you have a gook jump in your foxhole and have to smash his face or be stabbed to death, you do what you gotta do. Killing people like NPCs in a first-person shooter game is very different. You get to fly around with barely even notice from your target. You circle until you have them in a close enough group and light them up without even any warning, whatever. Then survivors are cut down irrelevant of whether they were savable from their wounds or not. This one video shows us the total brutality and utter lack of humanity running the show. It shows our military power just might as well be magic compared to the AKs and RPGs the enemy have. In a 30 minute video, the war can be repudiated by the facts and this came out like 12 years ago. We are finally leaving Afghanistan. The media is losing their minds. I have never heard more talk about Afghanistan since we started leaving. The war has been going on my daughter's whole life, and she's totally oblivious to it. Why? The media hasn't mentioned it in years. They stopped talking about the injured vets, the dead civilians, and everything the average American might dislike years ago. Now they are losing their minds. I don't watch cable news or any mainstream media or corporate media sources at, at all. However, maybe 90% of the people I work for keep a cable news network on all day in the background. Around here, it's a real diverse group. You can hear CNN or MSNBC on the Squawk Box and perhaps NPR on the radio. I mean, these people are really concerned with hearing all sides and making an informed decision. Not. They are drenched in fear to the point that it totally affects my mood. Every 15 minutes, they harped on the latest attack from the Taliban or this new group, ISISK. They are so insulting in their opinion of you. All they do is just add a letter and it's a new group. The fact that ISIS is a U.S. invention meant to wreak havoc upon the regions we are already destroying escapes most of the sheeple. The ISIS folks are the ones that we give all of our billions of dollars worth of military hardware to and support covertly. They were even surprised at the ease at which they were able to just walk into a village, offer the residents full immunity from former actions, and the option to just quit the fight without reprisal. The people are war-weary to the max, and the Taliban is being reasonable. The U.S. and the Taliban have operated under a ceasefire for years, and the Taliban has upheld their part of the bargain. It's long overdue that we give that country back to the folks who actually care about the people there. The fact that they want a theocracy that's nothing like a Western country matters not one fucking bit. They have the right to start a national church worshipping anything they want. Hell, they want to worship a fucking petrified piece of uh, Muhammad's dookie. I could give a shit less. Ugh. I have been inundated with NPR over the last two days while working for this fella. The reporting on the Afghanistan pullout is astounding. Every single second of programming revolved around Afghanistan. The liberal NPR 
was incensed that Uncle Sam is actually abiding by the public's decades-long demand to leave the country the same way we came in. It was a failed state full of backwards people to begin with. It will be a backward cousin-fucking state in no time. If not for the destroyed water treatment, sewage treatment, hospitals, and energy infrastructure, you'd think we never spent a day there, let alone two fucking decades. If this doesn't make you realize the media is the war machine's mouthpiece, nothing will. We haven't heard about any injured soldiers, civilian massacres, or anything else about this war in years. Now that we are doing as we promised and leaving, it's the end of the world. First off, Biden was playing with fire by pushing back the agreed-upon date set by Trump. Politics was reason enough to risk the diplomacy keeping the ceasefire in place. Now that he has the political credit, he is being attacked in unison by the press. This idea that we owe anyone the continued presence of any American in Afghanistan is nonsense. We owe them our promise to do as we say and respect diplomacy. The Taliban has. Why can't we? So whether you listen to the vast range of opinion from MSNBC to CNN, or you watch the evil Fox, the results are the same. The generals are all against this, and Biden ought to listen to the generals. The generals that have kept us in limbo for 20 years, the generals that have cost the American taxpayers a trillion dollars, we have a civilian-controlled military for a reason. Generals are war hawks that are desperate to justify a military budget that dwarfs the world's military spending in total. We spend more than every other country added together. The price for empire costs us trillions of dollars a year. The Russian and Chinese militaries are defensive only. They don't have foreign bases numbering in at a thousand at least. They can spend a pittance and they have way better technology and far better security for their national borders. They have made U.S. weapons obsolete. Aircraft carriers are worthless and they cost like a trillion fucking dollars a piece. Our latest war game with the Chicoms was an embarrassment. They know our every plan and have simply developed a system to nullify the biggest U.S. assets. For those who want war with China, go ahead. I'm good. It is appropriate to correct the record. The Chinese have made major changes since Mao died. The power structure of Mao was rounded up after he died and they were executed. From then on, the Chinese have instituted a form of national socialism, very much like the system Hitler made from his government. They are nationalists, not internationalists. They are in many ways more free than Americans, and in other ways less so. They do recognize religious liberty. They draw the line at any religion that is connected to a foreign government. So if you are a subversive movement, you will be oppressed. Real Christians enjoy absolute freedom to practice their religion and attend church, as long as it's a real church that depends upon the tithes of the congregation. If word gets out that you are funded at all by a U.S. entity, you will be scrutinized hard. I consider this an improvement upon our open-ended religious freedom, where it's used against us. Religious freedom has replaced the Ten Commandments with a Baphomet, 
in front of our courthouses. The ridiculous way this freedom is used against us is unlimited. Removed prayer from schools and now the entire public square. The explosion in witchcraft, Satanism, and New Age cults are disgusting beyond words. Everything from absolute cruel butchering from Jews to voodoo sacrifice to the wonderful Mexican cultural enrichments of dog and cockfighting. The one religion that's not allowed in the public square is the one religion that brought more peace and harmony to the world of all. Christianity. Jews can mutilate babies' penises and then put their mouths on the penis, resulting in herpes many times, and this is not child abuse for the sole justification of religious freedom. The kosher method of butchering is <clears throat> awful. They insist on the animal <clears throat> being fully conscious, and then they roll it on its side and slit its throat to watch it bleed out in pain, writhing the whole time. What the fuck? PETA. Kosher is disgusting, and it's paid for by all of us. Everything in your grocery store has an icon on it, symbolizing it's kosher. The symbol could be a K, a hexagram, or something less obvious. Anything with these marks has been made kosher, and that cost is added to the product. So to service the 3% of the U.S. called Jews, we have all been looted so they can shop anywhere without violating their deranged religion. A religion mixed with loony, bearded, and black-clad creeps that look like they are possessed while rocking back and forth rambling gibberish, as well as the atheistic Jews who are Jew by race and not appreciated by the Orthodox, who believe Judaism requires observation of the faith, then there's reformed or moderate Jews who want to keep the tradition and rituals that seem preferable to them while not being anywhere near the orthodox. These people are the most insane people on earth. Look at the way they study the Talmud. First, it's a boy's study and not offered to the ladies. Second, the Talmud is a hateful encyclopedia of writings that offer nothing but hate towards the Goyim and Christians are worst of all the goy. They mock Christ and proclaim him a con man who is boiling in a cauldron of human excrement in hell for eternity. They consider the role of the goyim to consist solely of the interest of the Jewish masters. Damn ADD again. This is about the media and the war. The fact that we stopped hearing about U.S. casualties years ago, stopped seeing flag-draped coffins within a year of shock and awe, and haven't heard any of the tragedy brought on by destroying water treatment and sewage centers is disgusting by itself. Now that we are finally leaving, after the last three presidents ran on specifically ending Afghanistan, the press is losing their minds. The total 180 degree turn in attention is glaring and should be so obvious to even the most dim individual. These pukes are war hawks, and they are addicted to the propaganda and fear-based social engineering. I don't care how many people are upset with, upset that we are leaving. <clears throat> we made a promise to leave, and we have spent two decades there. What the hell do you people hope to accomplish by staying? What are we just a couple more dead children from achieving democracy? No, we marched in and should march out. 
The media needs to be tried for conspiracy to commit genocide, racketeering for their relationship with defense contractors. Then they should be dissolved for being CIA criminals instead of journalism. They should all be taken to Afghanistan, given some pajamas and sandals, and set free. You are banished from America and at the mercy of those you have targeted for their murder, displacement, and looting of their resources. Good luck, Don Lemon and Mr. Maddow. I hear the Taliban are totally liberated when it comes to chicks with Adam's apples. You should stand tall and proud like you do here when it gives you the title of hero. You wouldn't stand on any principle if it even possibly could cause you pain. You'd be marrying a Muslim man and Maddow would be Abdullah in no time. You mouthy bitch wouldn't say a fucking thing about being the third wife of some disgusting, lice-riddled, bearded dirt farmer. You want to see religious freedom? The Taliban has it. They're free to use the death penalty to infidels. They're free to enjoy their religion. Others are not tolerated. I would suggest that we should have been more selective. All forms of religion that recognize Christ as the Son of God will have absolute freedom to practice their religion. All non-Christian religion must be in accordance with our laws and never given the same level of protection enjoyed by Christians. Jews are a subser- subversive and they are open about it. Muslims are subversive and they make no bones about it. Buddhists are cool, and there's plenty of religions that would work fine and be so limited in number as to be irrelevant anyways. Jews, Muslims, and their various offshoots are absolutely subversive to American culture. They are open and honest about their intentions to rule over us and to use the influx of Muslims to achieve this. The Jews think their Messiah needs to have whites mixed with Arabs before he comes. Thus, the refugee crisis. The Jews are so seriously deranged, these people are so neurotic, they can obsess over any and everything in life and religion. They also treat their religion like a court where God can be tricked. They think they can force prophecy through violence, and being obsessed with the technicalities, they think God will take it with a smile. Ah, you got me. I guess you deceitful, wretched imposters can enter the kingdom of heaven after all, regardless of the insanity it takes to think that you can outsmart God. The media is totally ran by Jews who are desperate to continue spilling U.S. blood and treasure in their neighborhood so they don't have to. The Jews own our Congress and the Senate. They own Biden like a teacup poodle. They absolutely own the media. They have shaped our opinions and expectations through their movies for a century. Remember this all started by neocons, who are largely Jewish. The project for a new American century was a product of Wolfowitz, Timothy Lehman, Robert Kagan, Randy Schinnemann, Michael Goldfarb, etc. If you don't see what I'm saying, I will make it plain for those who don't get last names. Everyone on this short list is Jewish. Everyone on the staff, almost without exception, is Jewish. Jews gave us this war, kept it going through its propaganda campaign, and now are desperate to get our government to ignore the demands of like 80% of taxpayers and refuse to leave a country 
we have no business with. The synagogue of Satan cats need to go. Whether it's the money, the war complex, or Wall Street, the Jewish influence is outrageous and totally out of all realistic distribution. A 3% minority has a death grip on this country that's amazing. 97% deficit, and they boldly act like the majority and, they, and that they speak for America. Well, folks, do they? Sure looks that way to me. Maybe we ought to do what the Spanish did and bounce these troublemaking gypsies out of the country. No converts, though. We, we know the Jew has no duty to be honest to a goy. Thus, the converts that screwed Spain by crushing their economy for a mere 400 years, these cats hold grudges and they never forgive and never forget. We have memories like goldfish. We have learned and relearned the Jewish problem enough times to kick them out of every country in Europe. Then we let them back in for what? I have no idea. I don't appreciate religious freedom as a virtue. I have no problem with any Christian denomination. Scientology, Judaism, Islam, witchcraft, Luciferianism, etc. all need to go. The clause that was meant to protect Christians from any attack, whatever, has been perverted to be used as a weapon against Christians. Now it's seen as a noble virtue of our otherwise evil nation. It should be revised to exclude any subversive groups. If your religious goal is the displacement of Christians and Christianity, it's not a religion and can't be protected by the Constitution. A perfectly disorganized stream of consciousness as per usual. I started off with a point and then branched off from the main point all over the place. It's just my style, I suppose. Right, wrong, or indifferent? It works. Something you guys might help me with. My numbers for both my website and podcast are all over the place. I was steadily growing and then my progress stalled. I'm not sure if I have exhausted my audience or if this is a shadow ban type thing. Could just be the poor way I market the site and my inattention to keywords and SEO. If you guys have any advice for how to get more views, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm not totally retarded, but I haven't had a website or podcast before, so I have no reference to compare it to. Anyway, any suggestions will be appreciated. And that wraps up today's post. Um, you know, the 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 media totally uh, totally stopped reporting on everything that was just hellish about this war. We stopped seeing um, injured and dead soldiers coming back. Um, God. Within the first year, the, the war started. And, you know, just a couple months into it, I think Bush got them to stop showing those coffins. Um, the press is, it just is simply not talked about Afghanistan at all for years. And now that we're finally pulling out, which is what the last three presidents have been elected for, on that platform to pull us out of Afghanistan, um, the media is losing its shit. Well, these Jewish media moguls can all go fuck themselves.
The American people are war-weary, and we want peace. We're sick and tired of your wars, and enough is enough. We marched in. We can just march out. And we need to get the fuck out of Iraq, too. So, yeah. Y'all have a good day and have a good weekend. It's Saturday. Enjoy yourselves and each other. Have a good day.